Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cumanera, an Excorians Points podcast. We're an all-queer cast Numenera podcast. I'm Kenny, the cast member who plays the lovable and simple lad Hillian. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate us and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review makes Kelric, the GM and producer's eyes, sparkle and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of the podcasts on the Excorians Points Network, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. Did you know that we had a Patreon? We are grateful to everyone who's already become a patron. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash Points. Hello, everybody, and this is Cuminera. I am Kelric, your GM. My pronouns are he, him. I remembered again. Awesome. And this is my fabulous cast. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hi, I'm Jess. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Tiuna, a mechanical nano who rides the lightning, whose pronouns are also she, her. Hi, I am Aaron. My pronouns are they, them, and I play Rylu, a graceful glaive who speaks with a silver tongue, and their pronouns are also they, them. Hello, my name is Kenny. My pronouns are he, they, and I play Hillian Jossa, an earnest Jack who howls at the moon, whose pronouns are he, him. Excellent. And we left off with everyone resting through the night and doing what they were going to do. Why don't we have Jess give us the recap since you were the last one awake? When we woke up, Hegprid had stolen the Numenera device we found in the ruins outside of Adridawan and vanished. Hegprid left us some food, but I do suspect that the dinner they gave us was drugged. And that's what kept us asleep through the night while they rummaged through our things. They did also leave me a new cipher and a note explaining that they felt we simply weren't up to the task of fixing things, which to be fair, we probably weren't, but we did warn Hegprid that of the dangers of returning to Adridawan, so that was up to them. We decided to make haste to Ephraimon to get out of range of the Numenera device in case it goes off when Hegprid makes it back to Adridawan. And we also have to keep in mind that Hillian will very soon be in need of some privacy. Very good. Anything else anyone else wants to add? No? Awesome. It is time for you to wake up Hillian and Rylu from their rest. You have spent some time looking at a battery that you had picked up previously and had some revelations about, and there you are. What's happening? I'm yet going to start by... It's a beautiful morning. (laughs) (laughs) Tuna will start by um, waking Killian and Rylu and retying Killian to herself um, by the indestructible scarf. Um, And she also has just a couple of, like, small snacks prepared for both of them when they get up so that Hillian doesn't get too distracted and, and already try to wander off first thing in the morning. Um, you'll actually find that Hillian um, doesn't have quite the zeal he nor- uh, normally has as far as, like, being flighty. He's just kind of getting things done, which is not quite normal. <laughs> when Tiana sees Hillian, like, actually cooperating and not, like, wandering off immediately, she immediately, like, gives Rylu a look that's like, 
something bad. Something bad is happening, right? <laughs> I don't think Rylu is paying attention. Like when when Euro woke Rylu up, they were like they they jolted, um, and like they had just woken up out of a very bad dream, and um, and they're kind of out of it. Like they took the snack that you were in, like oh thanks, um, not in a mean way, just like a tired way for once. Um, and and, uh, they're just kind of like sitting on a stump and they're just like eating a thing whatever the snack is and just like staring at the ground Hillian, is everything okay with you this morning? Yeah, we we should get going and Hillian will like has everything packed up and their Anine has its packs on and Hillian just has Jacques on his shoulder and um, goes and uh, I'm I'm gonna get settled up. Okay, that's what I wanted. <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, at this point, Tina will sort of like get closer to Rylu and like, do you are you seeing this? Like, very do you make quietly. any note? Do you, make, do you like say noise? Like say say noise. Do you say that or like do you just like wave? Because if you're just waving, they do not see you. Um, she'll she'll like clear her throat and say like, Rylu, Hillian is ready to go. What? All packed up and organized and on top of things. Ah, mm. uh, that's good. Uh, and Rylu like looks over to their tent, which is not packed up yet. It's like. Just give me one second, and then continues to go and pack their thing, completely missing the point, and packs up their stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, very. Tifa gets ready very quickly. She probably at some point, whatever she had unpacked, um, had spent part of her like watch just repacking it very quietly, and is pretty much ready, and is just like raising her eyebrows at Rylu and like looking at Hillian, trying to get their attention, like. I think eventually, um, as perhaps as they're like strapping their uh, their tent, their tent onto their anine, um, they kind of look up and they see see you to just wide eyebrowed like, "Hey, come on!" As um, soon as uh, Rylu comes up and has like given more attention and is there, um, Hillian's not really quite addressing them or looking at them, uh, but Hillian's looking at the road and it's like, "Oh, it seems like it's going to be uh, quite a, a ride today." Um, uh, the trees are kind of moving in this creaky manner, and the road, while it was easy yesterday, it's, it seems like it's going to be, it might be a more difficult trek today, like eloquently planning. And Ryler kind of squints and tilts their head, and then looks at Tiuna, and what's Tiuna doing? <laughs> yeah, that, the, just the, what is this look? The hands in the air pointing back and forth between the two of you, like, what the hell? This is abnormal behavior. Um, what are we going to do? Uh, so I think that the pan- the camera, like, pans down, and Rylu's, like, clutching something behind the, the, the anine, so, like, no one sees it, and there's just, like, a small, like, trickle of blood, like something has bitten into their palm, and then, like, it pans back up, and Rylu, like, tucks something into their pocket, and then like walks over to Hillian, and uh, H- Hillian, how are you feeling this morning? I'm ready to go. 
Yeah. Uh, do, do you want breakfast? I, we haven't had breakfast yet. We had the snack, but that's not normally uh, enough for any of us, really. Uh, I've, I've had plenty to eat, and, and the rations in the pack. We'll we'll break for lunch. What? And I look back over at Yuna, and I'm just okay, Hillian. Well, uh, if you need anything, uh, just you know, like always, just let me know. Well, we we best get on our way. It's you know, the daylight is coming, and we don't know what's in this forest. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I, I, just, I guess I'll just walk off over to my meat and finish packing up. Yes, let's, uh, that's a good point, Hillian. Let's get on with it. I, I guess we keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get on our need and get going, get to it. Yeah, so you're on the road, and Hillian is is pretty articulate this morning and almost like dealing with a normal person that you would run into. Are you in the lead this time? No, I, I think Hillian like, is like wherever they normally are. I, I imagine that someone is in the front usually, Hillian's in the middle, and someone's in the back just to make sure Hillian is sandwiched in. And Hillian doesn't veer from from the path. Like, the, uh, he's going to be metered between the two Anine and mm-hmm. manages to keep an equivalent space in front of them and behind them. And they just follow the lead. They aren't, like, looking off to one side or the other like they normally are. They aren't kind of... They're paying attention to everything around him. But he's not, like, off in his own head somewhere. Mm-hmm. He's definitely focused. Okay, sure. I think as we're writing, um, Rylu goes, uh, like, trots over to Hillian. So, so, so Hillian, how did you sleep last night? Not great. Yeah, me neither. I, something about the spot, perhaps? Or it's it's been weird, right? Uh, I don't know if it's any different than any other night, to be honest. But it's, uh, yeah, I've I've had some interesting dreams. Oh, anything you want to talk about? You know, I love hearing about your dreams. No. All right. Well, if you need anything, of course. If you ever decide you want to talk, just let me know. I appreciate that. And then I'll trot over to Tuna and be like, okay, what is going on? Um, I don't know. I've never seen Hillian like this. Uh, I mean, I we know he's close to transformation, but it's it's never... We haven't known him that long, but in the time we've known him, it hasn't been like this. Yeah, I've never seen Hillian this, this focused, even, even when we met. Uh, that's I'm concerned. I am too. Um, this we we need to figure this out sooner rather than later because something seems to be going on with him. Um, but something that I'd like to talk about once we figure this out is: Do you remember that battery we found um, outside of the tree? Yeah, the one that was inside the convergence uh, uh, logo symbol. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it's a sign of more than we realized. I think someone is following us. And Rylu reflexively, like, rubs the G, the pocket of their pants 
that they're wearing. He goes, we should talk about that at our next stop. Okay. Yeah, you're you're right that right now Hillian is the is our primary concern, but it's something that we need to be aware of that especially if we're about to split up, um, we need to know that that someone might be following us and we need to try to figure out what that could be about. I think that it's more than someone. I'll, I'll tell you more next time, but something's some, something's definitely going on. When we stop, I'll, I'll tell you more. Jess, will you please roll an int check with your understanding Numenera as a benefit? Apparently not. <laughs> Four. Okay. Yeah, sure. Everything's fine. So <laughs> you just keep going. You make it to about the lunch hour, and then I would like for Hillian to roll a speed check. Sure. <sighs> Two. Yeah. As you are going along, your egg finder suddenly starts going off. And I don't know if you all recall, but it's pretty loud. Like, it doesn't seem like Killian has ever bothered to figure out the volume settings. And so it's just beeping like an alarm. So Hillian normally ignores it. Um, mm-hmm. But this time he takes it out and looks at it and starts mashing at it, trying to silence it. Uh, Hillian, could I take a look at that and try to get it to quiet down for you? Yeah, I, I think this is... I don't want to alert any animals. Yeah, so go ahead and if you all... If you're just passing it off, then Tuna can roll the int check by herself, or if you all decide to work together, then you can both use the understanding Numenera to drop it by two steps. Yep. I'm I'm going to stand, like, start watching the perimeter to make sure nothing's approaching us. Then you also roll an int check, please, for a perception. And, and I'm also going to apply effort. Alright. So, a 14 is definitely good enough to uh, be able to turn the volume down. And you turn the volume down in time that when Rylu sees the Murden up ahead of you, it does not notice you yet. And with a 19, Rylu knows what a Murden is. A Murden is an abhuman that walks upright but can never be mistaken for a human. Their backs are hunched dramatically forward. Their skin is covered in shiny black down. They have huge black eyes perched above a sharp, dirty yellow beak. These things seem to be almost like enormous ravens with spindly arms rather than wings. They wear tattered leather cloaks that cover their backs, and many carry leather bags or wear something that holds the various objects they have collected. With your minor effect, I will give you some more information if you'd like, or you can take that time to be able to warn everyone to stop before the Murden notices you. Your choice. I'd rather warn everyone to stop. All right. All three of you stop in the middle of the road and you see the Murden probably about 70 feet in front of you 
It does not see you, and with you standing perfectly still, nothing is grabbing its attention. Hillian reaches back for his bow and knocks an arrow and waits for someone else to say something. So I know I didn't choose um, the more information one, but uh, do I know if they're sentient or not? Is that a thing that I do know at all or no? They are abhumans. In this case, they they are definitely sentient. Okay, so um, I think Rylu would just uh, put my hand on top of the arrow, just like lightly, just like, oh, hold. And look over to Jess, sorry, and look over to Tuna. I have never dealt with Murden before. I only heard of them. Do you know anything about them? You're welcome to make an int check as well. (laughs) I think I do. (laughs) You do. You know that communicating with Murdens is very difficult. They seem to understand at least a little of human languages, and they can convey information through gestures or drawings in the sand. Trusting them, however, is a mistake. They are basically trickster beings. They are thieves and murderers. They, they're pretty dangerous if you can't communicate well with them. And if you can communicate well with them, they're still likely to try to set you up for a situation that will go badly for you. Okay, Tiana will just sort of lightly relay that, okay, we need to, it would be best to avoid uh, this creature. Um, Otherwise, we will probably need to fight it off. And uh, Jess, with you being a, the type of nano you are, you specifically know that they are immune to mental effects or intellect damage. Cool. <laughs> so, for you, that would be important information. Yeah. Do you think we can just ride past it? I mean, they are people. We could just mind our own business? Um, possibly, but it might... I mean, if it's out here on the road, it might be looking for trouble. Can we go around it, or do we have to fight it? We... I mean, we can try to get around it, but I also don't want to venture too far off the trail at this point. Hillian, thoughts? The safest route is forward if it's only them. Was the weirdest thing Hillian's ever said. Um, just you want to know if they typically travel in packs or solo? They typically work, I mean, they're abhumans. They have colonies. They tend to be more than, than one, and they do tend to like ambushes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Tina will say, I, I would rather not risk trying to communicate with us in case it's trying to ambush us, uh, which is a possibility. And as I said, if it's out here on the road, it might be looking for trouble. I think we should try, we should try to get around it, but be prepared for a fight in case it sees us or in case it has um, friends out here waiting to ambush us. Shall we just gallop past? I don't think we... Uh, if they can ambush us, if, they're, if they are trying to ambush us, I don't think going through the forest is the best way. Well, they, they may try to spook our anine, which is a problem if we're on the road. I'll follow whomever Sleed is going to, to take, if that's what we're worried about. Let's do this. We have this fourth anine. Let's just try to get it to run straight forward um, and maybe spook the the Murden, and then we'll try to gallop past. Um, hopefully we'll catch back up with this Amin and, and add it back to our group here, but um, if nothing else, it might function as a decent distraction for us to get past it. 
All right, that sounds like a plan. It might startle the Murden enough to let us slip by him. So let's first at least um, get a little bit to the the side of the road so that if it looks back this way while the Sunin is, is charging toward it, it doesn't see us immediately. Um, but then as soon as it sees the Anine, let's make a break for it. Cool. All right. So you all successfully get prepared for your reaction to this Murden. And who is getting this Anine to move? Uh, Hillian will. Okay. You you all have rolled well enough with dealing with the Anine to you get it moving. It is... It just takes off, bolts down the road ahead, road ahead of you. Um, um, before, before it bolts off, I, I kind of rub its neck and I say, I'm sorry for this. Okay, so what do you do that you are apologizing for to get it to do stuff? For what might happen. Oh, okay. You send it off down the road and it starts charging in the direction of the Murden. And how long of a, how far ahead of it do you allow, of yourselves do you allow to get before you take off? I think the idea is that we'll wait until the Murden, like, sees it and reacts to it in some way. Like, either tries to dart out of its way or, like, reacts in some way. Like, when it's distracted, when the Murden is distracted. Yeah, so the Murden hears it coming and looks up, and the Anine is just bolting towards it, and the Murden has a sling in its hand and it looks at the sling and it looks at the anine and seems to realize this sling is not going to do enough. It doesn't look around for help. It just dodges off the road back into the forest and you don't see it. I think that's when we make a break for it. Okay. So all of you take off running and on your anine and... As you get near to where you saw it uh, bolt off the road, the road, each of you give me a int check just to uh, perceive if you still see it or, or what. All right, Tuna does not see it. Rylu with a two definitely doesn't see it. Hillian with a 15 does see that it is basically crouched and hiding from Yanin. And then it looks at you, three, and its eyes squint a little, like... It's angry that you all attempted to... It feels like you were attempting to put it in danger somehow, and it is angry, but it also seems to feel impotent to do anything, and it it doesn't seem to want to mess with the three of you. So it seems to indicate that it's by itself just its behavior, but that's what you, that's what you seem to... to Hillian will kind of call out to um, the party, just keep forward. Keep going. And off you go. You get past the the Murden and you are you gonna try and catch up to the Anine and and calm it and reclaim it, or are you just gonna let it keep running? What's your plan? Because remember, going at this speed you are no longer being stealthy in any way, so if you could draw other attention. Tiana's original plan was just to like once they get past what seemed like the dangerous area to go back to their normal pace and then if that anine that was running decides to stop running because it's I mean it doesn't have a rider at this point we basically just were like okay go run for a little bit and either it'll tire itself out or it'll just be like why am I running I'm gonna stop now (laughs) 
like if we catch back up with it, we can try to bring it back in. But Hyuna's not interested in like continuing the noise that it takes to keep up with it to try to bring it back. What about everyone else? How far ahead of us is it? You let it get about 50 feet ahead of you before you took off. So not really that far by Anine standards. Like if you pushed your Anine a little to catch it, it would not take you. But, you know, maybe five minutes to catch up to it. Hillian will point out very pragmatically. If we let it trail ahead of us, it could draw out anything else that might want to attack us. It is sad to let it do this, but it will give us something to track. Uh, I don't think Rylu stops to talk. I think that they go to get the Anine because they're a traitor by birth and we're going to need supplies and this is worth a lot of shins. That's fair. Alright, so just do a quick speed roll. Um, it's a DC three, so if you can drop it enough that you don't have to do it, then great. I don't remember. Did we say careful movement counts for being in a knee or, or balance counts for a knee writing? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that's one of those. will drop it one, um, and then I'll apply effort, um, so that'll drop it two. And I I don't have anything for the extra okay. one. Oh, come on. A two. So you're one short. So you, as you're racing up to it, it scares the anine more and it starts bolting a little bit faster. So you can try one more time. And if you fail one more time, then we'll do another roll to see if this brings anything else out of the forest. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try again. Okay. Um, I'm not going to apply effort this time, though. So I just need to roll up about a six or better. Yeah. Come on. Okay. So it is terrified of you for some reason. And so it is just going to keep running. If you stay up with it, then we'll do the roll. If not, then... I feel like Rylu would stay up with it. Okay. Give it one last try. I'm um, At this point, Tiana has sort of like put an arm out for Hillian so that we can go a little bit slower. <laughs> want to just like use Rylu as a bait she also doesn't want to be right there if something crashes out of the forest and attacks mm-hmm. so like if yeah. something crashes out and attacks then we can run up but we don't we'll need to be caught in the in the mm-hmm. initial Hillian hasn't rode any faster and is keeping pace and yeah is is as pragmatic as they said that they were going to be <laughs> yeah. wow uh, who are you right okay. it's real strange um, I- so I applied more effort go for it Oh, an 18. You catch it and you slow it down. Now, if you would please roll and check to perceive if anything's coming. Uh, 19. It's up to you. Is something coming or not? No. (laughs) Okay, nothing. You managed to stop it far enough away from the Murden that you all are safe and calm it down enough that you all, you can bring it back together with nothing happening. Yeah. I would be happy if it was a GM intrusion. Was that what you was that what that was? It was going to be. So yeah. Uh, if you would like, that is fine. Um, I'm willing to give you the experience for it though. So if you would like to take an experience and give it to someone else, that is fine. If I get experience for it, I'm totally cool with something happening. Okay. Then um, and I'm going to give the extra experience to Hillian because Hillian's being weird and I'd love it. <laughs> I feel like that's the reason that Hillian gets most of his experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as you are stopping in between the two of you, you 
the two of you from behind, as you are writing, Rylu does not notice this, nor does the Anine, but a Seski sticks its head out from the side of the road, and it's looking down towards Rylu and the speeding beast. And it doesn't quite hear Hillian or Tiuna, so because it's pretty focused on that. That what do the two of you do when it, you see it? Is it ahead of so between the Anine and Rylu, or is it between Rylu and uh, Tiuna and Hillian? It is between Tiuna and Hillian and Rylu and the other Anine. So you're you're paired up. So it's in between the two of you. And Tuna and, and I notice it? You two notice it, it because it is, it's like from its four paws forward is out and staring down the road at, uh, at Rylu. And you all are separated by about 100 feet at this point because that was a lot of racing that Rylu had to do. Um. Hillian quickly says to Tiuna, Tiuna, get some rations out. Um, yeah, Tiuna will, will grab something to try to feed it. Was Tiuna there? Or maybe she would just know otherwise that, like, it could be trained as a pet and, like, could be dangerous, but if we could train it, then it's fine. I think they told you about it. And it starts stepping further out into the road, and then you see two more follow it, which makes it a bit of a different story. It's yeah. not a single one at this point, but now there are three of them. We can all get dogs. <laughs> Do we know if they're still, like, tameable if we encounter them in packs like this? It is, but it is much, much harder. Yeah, it's much easier with brand new ones, like like Sesky Pups, than it is with these. And I will say these seem to be young-ish, not full-grown. And I think that's why they're hesitant because the two Anine are pretty rough fight for three Seski. You know, they are obviously starting to stalk quietly towards it to see if this is something that they can can do. So what Tuna would like to do is, as we get closer is just reach out a hand and cast hedge magic and just cause a bright like spark of light um, between the Susky and Rylu to just sort of try to like scare them back into the forest. Okay. That would be, I guess, an int roll. Um, it just cost me one intellect point to like cast it. Right. But for it to oh, like, affect oh, if it works. them, like you, you are capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. But to see if it actually the Sesky is. You're all denied? No. Yeah. But it does grab the attention of two of them. The two who, who skulked out behind notice the two of you at this point, whereas the lead one still has not. Um, I think um, Hillian would uh, have had food in, in his hand and turns their head just slightly to Jacques and is like, Jacques, go grab the attention of the lead. And we'll, we'll lead Jacques to go into the forest and try to have Jacques rustle. Mm-hmm. And with that happening, um, 
Hillian will try to chuck the food towards uh, the large one on the path. Sure. The, the one. Okay, sure. Give me a might roll. All right, I'm going to apply effort to that. Oh, yeah. You managed to chuck the food, and do you want it to, like, land in f- right in front of it, or do you, with a 15, do you want it to land right in front of it? Do you want it to land off towards the forest side to grab it, to sort of yeah. lead it that way? So between... Um, in the gap between the uh, the Seski and the forest where Jacques would be wrestling. Yeah, sure. It would absolutely draw the lead's attention and the lead would sort of make a, a sort of a yipping noise to grab the other two's attention. And they look back from the two of you to the lead and they see it sort of bolt into the the forest and towards the food and everything that you've thrown. And so all three of them sort of, you know, it's this sort of slinking glide as they turn and run back into the forest. Rylu has missed all of this because Rylu has had a very rough time catching this Amin. So Rylu has no idea of anything you've done. They heard the yip, but before you could even look back, they had all glided off. Like, they are super fast. And so, like, they just glided off the road, and then you just see Hellion and Tiuna behind you not bothering to catch up. Like, they're stopped. Um, I'll hold up. Does the fourth ending have reins? Because I don't yes. think we'd... Okay, cool. So I'd hold up the reins and just, like, wave them. Like, I wouldn't yell it, but, like, it, it, to be like, oh, I got it. <laughs> all right. Are the rest of you catching up? I'm not, like, rushing to catch up, but, yeah, we'll keep our same, like, quiet pace. Cool. Um, and if Rylu, like, stays paused, then Tina would be fine catching up. Yeah, absolutely uh, awesome. Lillian will will do a low call for Jacques. Cool. You all meet back up, and Hillian, I would like to know what is going through Hillian's head right now. Why, what is happening here? Right in this moment, what is going on with Hillian? You've gotten rid of the Seski surprisingly deftly. You've caught back up. Your group is together. You are about an hour into your day-long trek. What's going on? Hillian um, is focused. There, um, He's thinking, well, if the rest of the day goes like this, then <sighs> it's going to be a very long ride to our next camp. Tuna and Rylu, are you doing anything to try to get more information? Because I, I've noticed that Hillian's being really reticent to share. I know that Tuna has that relationship with Hillian that they there's a lot of trust there. So I don't know. Rylu, you have that ability to work your your words can, you know, charm people. Are either of you trying anything to get Hillian to open up? What's going on? Or are you just letting things be? Um, while we're, like, traveling in this forest and we don't really know what creatures are out here, Tuna's willing to be pretty quiet and is hoping that when we find a reasonably safe um, spot to stop and break for lunch that mm-hmm. she can try to talk to, to Hillian a little bit more. Yeah, that's where I'm sitting at as well. So, okay. um, Rylu has their own stuff going on internally as well, and now they're a little paranoid about someone following them. 
So even though Hillian's being super out of place, they're also not the kind to shove someone, shove someone to like share their emotions. So. Okay. Cool. So you all come to a place where you can stop for lunch and you can decide what you're going to do. There's there's nothing quite as secure as what you had found before, but you do find a place that you feel is safe enough to sit for a good half hour, have something to eat, and just get off urinine. And I think with how rough a night you all have had, you would probably need to take this opportunity to just recuperate and take care of yourselves. So we're going to make this a, a little bit of a short episode. We'll stop there and we'll pick up next time with all of you maybe addressing some of these things that are going on. Sound good? Yeah. Excellent. With that, we will end for today. Thank all of you for checking us out and listening to the show. I'm Kelrick. You can find me on Twitter at EQ Points or at Cormalon. Uh, I'm Jess. You can find me on Twitter at WriteJessR, and you can find all of my social media links and links to all my various projects and things on my website, WriteJess.com. That's W-R-I-T-E-J-E-S-S.com. I'm Aaron. You can find me at Space Persona, and I just remembered that I'm going to PAX West this year, so if you're going, tweet at me. We can meet up. I'd love to hang out with some people. Hi, I'm Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone. I'm doing uh, a lot of different fun projects, so uh, if you follow me, I tweet about them all the time. I'd be happy for you to follow. <laughs> Thank you again, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Thank you so much for listening to Cumanera, an Excorians Points podcast. Are your ears burning for another podcast? We cannot recommend enough checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. There are six friends who have no business behind the mic, or even rolling dice. If you like what we create, then you should check out our other two podcasts on our network. The original Excorians Points podcast is a Starfinder game that releases every Wednesday. Stay up to date on all three Excorians Points Network podcasts at EQ Points on Twitter and on ExcoriancePoints.com. Partner our dust as I continue updates on the website. Thank you so much for listening.